This is the block, fam. Nobody fucks with the block. Do you get me? The B L O C K. Going everybody, welcome back to the Underrated Podcast. We are the Undercast Company, and today we're going to be talking about Attack the Block, 2011 film directed by Joe Cornish, starring John Boyega, Jody Whittaker, and Nick Frost. Uh, and we're your hosts. I'm Alan. Uh, we have Ariel. Hey. Fred. What's good? And Derek. Yo. So yeah. Uh, what do you guys think, or who, who wants to go first? Oh, first uh, off, I'm sorry, my bad. Oh, no, sorry, my bad. I kind of spaced out for a second. Um, also, the film, what it's about. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I literally, like, just jumped. Like, which which is bad. okay, because I was just going to be like, yo, fuck it, let's, let's do this. Let's just go straight deep in. Yeah, let's just not say, hey, hey just go watch it. Don't worry about just it. Just go podcast watch it, and if you watch it, then maybe you would know what we're talking about. How about them yeah. apples? There you go. Why, why which, you, the podcast why is changing. Why didn't you get the memo? Why aren't you guys following along? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but yeah, pretty much this movie is about um, a couple of British kids, um, uh, Guy Fox Knight. They run into a, pretty much aliens, and these aliens come down and attack their apartment complex. And it's pretty much up to them to pretty much save their apartment complex and the world, maybe, from these like black gorilla motherfuckers. So. Yeah, so yeah, Ariel, you were going to go go ahead. What do you think? I I enjoyed it. Yeah. It it was I love John Boyega of course from the Star Wars movies. I did know of this film after um Star Wars but never got around to watching it until now. Um I know um the actor Franz, I think is as um uh, the that plays Dennis. Um, he's he played um Max Jefferson, the second um Firestorm in um Arrowverse and Legends of Tomorrow. I knew knew he was in this, and yeah, it's 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 of course like a very um representative movie of of the time right now because of you know the whole um social inequality of, of of people of of that um that would live in that kind of complex and and like of the discrimination discrimination of of you know um black people but also just people who are who are poor and stuck in in this like basically um developed housing um uh yeah it was like a it's like an interesting twist on and on that and to take these characters that you know, at first you're like, oh, they're assholes. You know, these just these kids that just are thieves and just doing that and doing all these like crimes and stuff. But then you get to like realize like where they where they're from and like why they do this stuff and then how it's just like, yeah, it kind of comes down to like, no, this is just the way of life. You just like, you know, you end up you get excited for becoming a drug dealer basically because that means that you're getting you're gonna get money yeah but and it was it's filled with some pretty awesome characters besides the boys the boys themselves are pretty like you know unique in all their ways you have like the leader john boyega's character moses literally leading people yeah literally leading his people 
um, to hopefully a promised land. And, and then you have, you know, Dennis, who's kind of like the sidekick um, lieutenant. Then you have one of them was like kind of like kind of nerd esque with the with the glasses, and you have you know the kind of um lady trying to be a ladies' man with um pest oh, yeah. <laughs> and stuff. Um, yeah. So besides those characters, like Nick Frost, of course, is always just being there. is is an awesome character. He can <laughs> I've I've never seen him in a in a role that's like hasn't some kind of like thing to it and then also um character of the 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 white like uh weed weed smoker whatever the stoner dude yeah, right, he just yeah the stoner like, dude in all of it yeah yeah and he's just like you know like a comes from uh he's basically like a trust fund kid who is just there because he's a stoner yeah, he goes to uni. I like that whole there was this like exchange with him and him and Nick Frost of like, you know, I, I spend you know, it's it's like my, half my rent and stuff like that. And then he's like, You pay rent? He's like, Well it's, it's, you know, it's <laughs> um not literally <laughs> kind of thing. It's it's <laughs> metaphorical. Yeah, put food on the table, <laughs> well, metaphorically speaking. Like I was fucking yeah. dying in that part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, like the I was I had a little bit of a surprise of of Jodie Whittaker, who who is um current Doctor Who. Um, Derek's favorite. I'm like, oh my gosh! Yeah, I was like, yeah. it, oh, it's Jodie Whittaker. Uh, oh yeah, it was, it was pretty fun, and I I I does take it, even though like it's at it's under the surface. You could definitely delve into like all these deep storylines and. And motifs um, that are very relevant for today. Yeah, no. and then, and then it's just awesome that basically John Boyega, like with with recent events with the Black Lives Matter movement, he's kind of like embodied his character Moses. Kind of like when he went out to help the protesters and stuff like that, he kind of like dressed like Moses. I was like, yeah, basically embodied that character. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with all the stuff you're saying about like it being. You know, feeling like a particularly relevant movie right now because, especially since like science fiction tends to like this is a very unique science fiction movie. Like a lot, you know, I can't think of any other science fiction movie like this where it's like, oh yeah, like aliens are coming down and it's just like it's a mainly black cast and it's just like protecting like you know you said some like low income housing and it's just like their block. They're just like okay, we're here protecting our block and it's you know not like this crazy big heady sci-fi stuff it's it's kind of like almost reminiscent of maybe some like 80s stuff like the thing where it's just like there's just Mm -hmm. this thing coming to kill us we like they get a little bit of info about it we don't know too much about it and we're just gonna protect ourselves and like protect our own and you know i i really really enjoyed it um on a lot of levels i love any time that you take kind of a genre and just flip it on its head and do something very unconventional that you don't see a lot in the genre and mash up things from other types of movies in a uh in a genre that doesn't usually see those and that's what i loved about attack the block i also really liked the creatures themselves they were Mm -hmm. just like like these just like impossibly just like dark things with just like these glowing neon green teeth and I love that, like, when they put their hands on it, it was just, like, almost, like, getting sucked. Like, it was, you could barely even see the hand because it was just so black, this fur and everything. But 
overall, just a really good, just fun kind of like movie that has some like deeper running themes in it. If you like, especially if you're watching it at a time like now, you will pick up on a lot of those things because it doesn't hit you over the head with it. It doesn't feel like it's like, hey, mm-hmm. pay attention to this. But it's if you are paying attention, you will notice a lot of those deeper themes. And um, I like I like the subtlety that it addresses these deeper issues with. And it kind of like the the Im- imagery of even like and them making note of like the creatures being like black, like and like just like not even there, black like void black, and it's kinda like that a twist on literal black on black crime. <laughs> I I don't I just took it that yeah, way. Yeah, and then well, John Boyega he yeah. has that whole speech where he's just like, oh, you know, like the government sent in um, drugs and they sent in guns and it's like black people weren't killing each other fast enough. So they like sent these things in. So it was definitely in commentary mm-hmm. on, you know, like systematic racism and, you know, what kind of creates this, these things. I, I, mm-hmm. you know, it was another subtle thing, but it's definitely there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, the, the characters themselves, though, besides that, like the deepness of it, just the, Pictures themselves were enjoyable, like these kids all I found them like all pretty funny. Like even like the two little kids, like um what were they? Mayhem Probs and, and Prob oh, Prob- yeah. Probs and Mayhem. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then just the kid in the it, there was a good amount of like uh, well not a good amount, but there were like a couple of um of um I'm scares for me. I'm just a very jumpy person. Like in the scene with the um, trash can, when he like lifts it up, and you're like, "Okay, is it clear? It's not." I was like thinking, "It's not clear. It's not clear. Yeah. Something's coming. Something's coming." And then, yeah, like a jump. Yeah, uh, it was. I mean, it, yeah, I liked it. No, I jumped at that too as well. Like rewatching, I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot." It. It's kind of horror as well. But go ahead, Fred. Yeah. No. Uh, I thought the movie was cool. It was a good movie, but it reminds me of kind of like those Japanese like. Mm-hmm. like ghetto kind of movies like the monster was cool like it looked good for you know the budget come on you know you have a lot of them and it looks good uh but yeah it gave me it gave me that like kind of like what did you say like a b style movie kind of like a little japanese gory kind of kind of style of the movie where it's a little bit more gritty not like fully polished uh, the one thing I couldn't believe was that he was 15. They they, they tried to make John Boyega 15. I'm yeah. like, come on, what Although the fuck? Although he was, I think he was like 17 or 18 when he. Yeah. Was well, no. Age. See, but that that's what I thought. I thought there was he was like the older of the younger yeah. crew, where I was like, oh, this guy's probably like maybe like 17, 18, and he's got the younger guys. But then they're like, he's 15. I was like, well, he looks a little bit older than that. Now, I'm not saying he was an old man. I'm just saying like I was like, yeah, like if he was like 17, you told me he was 17 or 18. I know it's not much from 15. But I think I could have believed him more and been like, okay, I can see it. He's an older because it seemed like they wanted to transition him into like selling drugs and doing that stuff. So that's why I was like, maybe he's a little bit older. Maybe they're trying to do that stuff. Uh, I mean, it, it's cool, you know. It, you you see it. They're little hoodlums trying to, you know, steal shit in the beginning, and they're trying to thinking that they're protecting their block and stuff. It's kind of like that whole gangster uh, mentality, you know, living in the hood and. That they're protecting their hood and they're protecting their block, just like when they told her, like, "Oh, if we knew you lived with us, we would have never mugged you." You know, that's and just. But it, yeah. But that's just the whole idea of like, oh no, we protect our block, we protect our street, we don't, you know, we don't do it to our own people, but anybody else is fair game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, there's there's a little bit of that, and 
I, I mean, it's a little bit of a redemption arc, you know, from being uh, complete, you know, thieves to changing to trying to be heroes at the end. You know, you get a little bit of that. Uh, it's not, it's not too bad. Uh, I think it, it was is. How can I put it? Like it, it was, it was the right amount of time. I think I felt for the movie, like an hour and a half was perfect. But I, I do feel like I, I don't know. Maybe I wanted to see a little bit more of like John Boyega. And I don't know, like I, because I was telling, I was telling Alan earlier, like I feel like they, they, there's some characters that I want to see a little bit more of, but because there were so many of the kids and they all had so many different personalities, you kind of wanted to see a little bit more of each kid. But I understand that you know you gotta kind of roll through it. But some of them were good, you know. You kind of want to see a little bit more from them, uh, uh, pop out. Uh, I thought it was crazy that Firestorm got his head chopped off. That was kind of cool. No, I no, not chopped off, like popped off. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. It was like, oh, yeah. That's why that's why I was saying that it reminds me of those Japanese gory movies when the head came off oh, with no, a helmet. Yeah, even, even, I was like, I, mean, I was like, oh yeah, you would see that. You know, because yeah, there's like yeah. there's just some blood that the head pops off, and I was like, okay. That's why I said like like I felt like it was an American version of those style of horror movies where there's still a story in it. Well, British, British, some... British, British. Yeah, I was well, that's British. what I mean. Like, sorry, I mean British. Yeah, the British version of the Japanese kind of gory horror movies that we used to watch back in the day, Alan. Yeah, it's it's where I got a little bit of that feeling. Like, yeah, there's there's humor in it, and yeah, there's that stuff, but it it really gave me that vibe. I mean, I like watching those movies, yeah. so like it was easy to watch this. But I I, and I I will say though, an hour and a half was a, a nice a nice sweet spot for the movie. Yeah, it was a good, it, quick, yeah. crisp movie, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't got, be. I definitely. Point, yeah. I mean, with the name of Attack the Block, it, it is very much a, that kind of style of movie, and I wouldn't be surprised if they were um, influenced by those kind of like Japanese movies. I don't know. I don't know. It's just like the word attack is kind of, like, I guess, because of Attack on Titan, and then like a. I mean, I mean, I do get why they called it Attack the Block because it's their block and they're getting attacked. On it's getting attacked, it's yeah. Very, but I mean, it, it, yeah, it's a very it's, literal like. Which they, which Japanese like movies like these kind of tend to be like you know attack. Like it, it reminds me more of like eighties American movies, like like movies that are just like the thing. This is the thing, you know, like or like like John Carpenter, like you know, creature flicks, you know, like they're mm-hmm. just. Shit's coming for you. You just gotta, and uh, it's just like you don't. It's not or like it, what the thing we used to be called, the thing from outer space. It just fucking tells you all you need to know right there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It came from space. Yeah. Or predator. Like what is this? It's this thing. Like you just see there's this thing you don't you don't know. And at least in the first predator, like anything about the predator society, just this thing that comes down, hunts people. It's fucking killing these dudes. They gotta fight and they gotta get out. And very similar, I felt like in this movie. And those are a lot of my favorite kind of sci-fi movies slash horror movies where there's just they just gotta like survive and you don't need all these i love world building and shit like that but you don't always need it in like a quick yeah. little movie like this i think it's really effective no yeah i, I agree too with that like i mean uh, the big reason why i picked this one because uh when i when it came out it was kind of i mean it, it, it was kind of like a cult film i remember it kind of dropped and like I think it, I think a lot of people had to like download it online to watch it, and it kind of got this cult following, and a lot of people liked it because they were like, "Oh, it's kind of like the thing," or like even like those Japanese horror movies. I feel like it was kind of like an amalgamation of like all these different kinds of films, and like they kind of just put it in a, in a blender, and we're like, "Boom, there you go, attack the block," kind of thing. And I mean, for me, what I, what I really dug about it was 
it's kind of the proto Stranger Things kind of uh, Annie Musichetti like it films like like all the child characters are like they seem real. That was one big thing. Like all yeah. the all the, the teens, like you know, they're they're making references to, like video games and anime, which that really kind of like blew my mind. That like you know FIFA, they, they, FIFA, like, FIFA yeah. 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 I was like, this is like my friends back in the day. We'd be like, oh, let's go play some FIFA, you know, like all that shit. Mm-hmm. Go back home and watch Naruto, and like <laughs> that. That I was like, when I heard that, I was like, yeah, because at the time, like 2011, I remember uh, Naruto got like big when I was like in high school, and then even after that, it continued until like Shippuden and. I didn't really watch it that much, but I know Fred and, and some people that we know yeah. did. It's still continued and, on right now. It's still going on. Mm-hmm. Boruto. Yeah. But um, yeah, and, and that was that was cool. Like I was like, that's pretty sick. Like you don't really get that often. And like I, I like I really enjoyed all the kids and like and their dynamic with each other because it just seems real. Just like in Stranger Things, where like you know they're they're talking shit to each other and they're just hanging out and like the it films were. You know, they just cursed and said whatever. Like, because I'm like, we all did that too when we were kids. We all said stupid mm-hmm. shit. We all referenced all our favorite things. I mean, <laughs> even to this day, I still make references to animes and films and video games when we're playing online. But yeah, oh, go ahead, Argo. No, I just, I just reminded me. I, I love the moment of like past of like, uh, Matt, you like, you like cost so much and stuff. You say the f word so much and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you, you say fuck so much and stuff <laughs> yeah and like- just there's all these like little moments like that one that just got me and then um ding there was just another one that i thought of but i can't remember it'll come back to me definitely the the tone too like i i, I kind of feel like at first when you start watching you're kind of like all right seems like it's gonna be kind of goofy funny and then just like as soon as the 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 the, mon- the aliens or whatever the, the black werewolf looking things come out and like mm-hmm. they kill the two cops like you could just immediately feel like oh shit this is real like mm-hmm. you know when, when moses is in the cop car with uh jody whitaker's character like it just hits you like oh, okay this is happening like I, I, you can feel mm-hmm. this like tonal shift just like it was like 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 the thing or something like that where everyone you're getting to know the characters and you, you're kind of seeing the themes throughout and then just i don't know you're like oh shit all right this is happening but and then also Doug too like the whole thing like Derek said with um like I as much as I love world world building a lot I kind of like just the one one off adventure kind of thing like they like they don't even explain exactly what it is or like maybe it is a, a government conspiracy Female. alien thing. Mm-hmm. Well, they much explain that it's the female and then the male yeah. kind of like hormones, mating. yeah. Yeah, but, but you don't know why like, they're at Earth. Like, was it random? Well, they, they, the way the guys explains it is, well, they probably just floated through. They follow the female hormones, and that's where the planet they land. Then they take over. They kind of they give you the gist of kind, kind of, of what it is. I mean, that's a it, that's a theory. You don't. I mean, that's, yeah, it's, it's still like, a theory this might be because it. like because that guy was high as fuck, and like yeah. he was like. But I mean, <laughs> what, what I'm saying is like it's a pretty he solid theory when he drops it. Oh yeah, that's a pretty good because he went to uni. Well, yeah, because he went to the university and studied like like that stuff. So. I mean, it's a pretty solid theory, and I I went with it. I was like, "Fuck it, it makes sense." Yeah. But that's just oh, like yeah. one little thing. It's not like a whole like, "Oh, we've got their plans, and they're coming and doing this." You know, it's just like, "Oh, these guys yeah. he showed up." You know, the, why did oh, they, yeah, they? Why seen, did the female I'm, come? Was she just here by chance? Was you know? Part well, of no, that's what I'm saying. Like, they give, very, you, they give you a pretty it, solid like, yeah. "Here you go, boom." This is what this is what yeah, it could they, be, and it's believable enough that you go, 
All right, let's go. Yeah, like, yeah just I mean, from yeah. what I saw, it was like it seemed very, they were just very animalistic, basic instinct kind of creatures mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just like female fell here. I mean, I mean it's a pretty, they, pretty, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty linear story. Kind of like, yeah. The alien yeah. Fell, yeah. He kills an alien and then you realize. I think with the linear one off, I think they, especially with the, with John Boyega's, um, like being in the news kind of like it mm-hmm. kind of popped up a discussion of possibly like another attack the block se- a sequel coming around or mm-hmm. something i heard about that too yeah. oh. but not everything is that- like independence day resurgence where they're like they've been planning this attack for 50 years and this is how they operate and they've got these ships and we like we like it's just very uh, i think it's a very mm-hmm. it would be very simple okay this, how would you guys, how you guys feel like a, a sequel to attack the block like i think it's a good as a one-off movie yeah i don't need to see but it, it is. Yeah. i don't need to see a sequel because if you're going to bring a sequel, then you really have to do, like, the Independence Day. You, you better tell some story. Yeah, stuff. why the fuck? Or are you going to watch the same movie over again? Like, new set of aliens, same, same aliens are still alive? I mean, you know, what? You, <laughs> then, then you really got to bring an explanation in. Because if not, then as a one-off, it makes sense. You just go, the aliens fell from somewhere. And, oh, they probably smell you. And you go, yeah, believable. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And yeah, it ends. That, and yeah. you go, great. But if you're gonna make a sequel, now you really got to put some exposition yeah, on you, it. Word build, you can't, word yeah, you can't. Yeah, world yeah, you, build. Yeah, because you can't yeah. just come with the same simple explanation. Think it's gonna work for a second time, because then you're pretty much just rehashing the same movie. Yeah, I mean that's why Predator exactly. Two. That's why there's no other good Predator movies except for Predator One. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. I mean that, but the, the uh, better, Predator versus Alien. Alien okay, better, it's all right. Oh, it's but, I mean the unrated version's good. Requiem yeah. is pretty mm-hmm. bad, but but I mean, no, Requiem's not bad. It's just it's dark. Like like you can't see anything. No, Not like tonal dark. Like I remember watching in theaters, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like you I need just to turn up the, the brightness on this. Yeah, I was like, hey. like, "Can we get a little bit of contrast?" Mm-hmm. But no, but like, yeah, I mean that that's kind of why like the original Predator is so successful, and like Alien as well. I mean, Aliens is pretty pretty fucking good too. But I mean, that's the beauty about what the attack uh, attack since attack on attack, attack the block <laughs> is that yeah, you get that theory. But it's still a mystery. It's still kind of like with the thing where it's like, or, or alien, it's, well, no, they explained an alien later on. But the thing is just kind of like, we don't know where the fuck came from. It came from space and it killed a bunch of people. And we still don't know why it's here or what's its plot. So that kind of gives more of a, it makes the alien a little bit more scary as well. So mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, there, there's a theory that might make people feel comfortable. But I also like the idea that that isn't the absolute answer at the end of the day. It, there can be a bigger plot, which may go on to go down the line for a sequel to explain more. But I just really like the one-off kind of one right, film. Yeah. And that's I'll be, it. Yeah, I'll be see, honest; I'd be I'd be happy with one film, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. See, seeing it now, I I do feel like it, it's it's perfect one-off. Yeah. His yeah. yeah, it's simple. It's a simple idea, and, and it doesn't really call for something like overcomplicated it's not like a like a john wick movie where it's kind of like there's it is simple like the first movie is pretty simple straightforward but there are these like underlining things that that have been eventually world world built up yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah. um i just want to uh make a note on on of some appreciations I want to give of um, this movie. First off, is is were the the monsters practical?
practical effects, basically. Same practical effect. It seems like a pretty first one they killed. I think both. I think a bit of both because like it was I think I think it had a low budget. That's why it's mainly mm-hmm. in the apartment complex. But I remember like this because there are, I think they explain I, I think them saying that they're so dark, so black. I think that was kind of a way of like they can use CGI where it doesn't look obviously CGI. It's just they're that black where you're like mm-hmm. holy crap, it's like looking into a black hole or something. Mm-hmm. It's but, like, yeah, so they probably like black? green screen. Yeah, they probably like green screen the monster and then applied mm-hmm. the black. But I think the the blue teeth were practical at least. And then yeah, mm-hmm. but but it just like this the simpleness of the monster's design, but kind of like also giving that that element of like creating a um monster that that you could fear, especially in the dark, like that that scene where. They had turned on the lights, but then they went off and it was like all smoke and stuff. Just that complete darkness and that, that kind of element. I think it was a very like very, um monsters design for how simple it was. Um and I also wanted to pre- uh bring some appreciation to the use of fireworks in this movie by the kids because they yeah. just like Brilliantly use these fireworks throughout the uh, whole movie. Well, they mm. use like bottle rockets. They use bangers. They use that that like multi pack um, fireworks that got stuck underneath the cop van. The super that, like, soaker with gasoline. That was fucking. My- that was rad. smart. That yeah. was. I'll be honest. That was like the best part of the whole fucking movie was those kids like mm. showing up and being like everybody just clowning on them like oh this is all fake this is all bullshit and the kids are like no gasoline and the firework i was like dude these guys are the coolest ones of the whole fucking movie <laughs> fuck everybody else dude well they gained their you want to be called mayhem you can't yeah. be a fucking pussy <laughs> on a freaking scooter i love yeah those fucking kids yeah but... it, was, it was definitely like you know you could tell it's like one of those low budget movies where they like they really made like some smart decisions and made every dollar count because it was, a, it was it was one of those movies like I it did all right in the UK I think it barely showed in the US like Alan was saying mm-hmm. like, I looked it up earlier and it was like only playing in like sixty theaters or something at its peak and it like they really just the cast other than Nick Frost while like they got some really good people who like went on to do big things but at the time both you know John Boyega and Jodie Whittaker were just nobodies from the street pretty much mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and they like they used what they had and really made every dollar count made these really scary monsters that were very simple just like dark and terrifying and yeah i think this is the kind of the, like the great like low budget you know either 80s american movies or like the low budget japanese movies like fred mentioned that like you know really... i'm gonna be real though i'll be I, I know you guys keep saying scary but like i was not once uh, frightened by these monsters at all and for I me, I, yeah. I love their design. But I, I like their design. No, no, I like their design, but I, I never thought they were like scary. I was just like, they look cool. It was mostly like the jump scares. I, no, like, I, I am. Like... Yeah, I am easily scared. I wasn't scared of like oh. the monsters per se, but there were the jump scares. But no, I was just saying of like oh. the kind of like the creepiness or I don't know of like uh, they look, the design. I, 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 I overall, them, I was, the like, design. They look like big bears mm-hmm. or like like hairy oh, monkeys, like like big bears. Yeah, like monkeys. big. Harry gorillas like what i like yeah. to those like i think though if they because it felt like they were really trying to go more to like the sci-fi route like yeah they were i don't think they really like... wanted to scare you but mm-hmm. i think if they had more of a horror element to, i mean there's a little horror but like if they were like we're gonna go full-blown like the thing and alien 
and aliens and stuff. Yeah, I yeah, think that would have been, yeah. That would have been, been like, holy shit. But no, because like, I felt like they just, the design was just cool because like yeah. there's times where it looks like eyes are looking at you. Yeah. So like if they, if they had made like claustrophobic scenes of the aliens and like, a hallway and it's all dark and you just see the eyes i think it'd be, that'd really, be cool yeah that'd be, been super yeah. creepy and cool but even then it's still cool because you're like are are they looking no, no, at no, no. i'm not i'm not, not even not even throwing that out i was just saying like i i just wanted to throw my two cents that i didn't mm-hmm. really think that they were too like because there's like yeah like the alien like when you see the alien and it pops its mouth out you go this is truly like a you're terrifying like, animal yeah like this is a truly terrifying alien i i mean the jump scares were i mean i I'm, i don't normally get scared with jump scares but they, I can see why you would think like, oh, you know, they, they, it's, they can be scary, but they are not scary, is what I want to say. Like, I think more, more for like, like a, I just want to say for like people that are gonna jump into the movie, and they might be like, oh shit, I don't like to see too much of a, like a frightening looking mm-hmm. thing. Oh, no. They're not the scariest looking things, but they do cause you some some like jump scares and things like that. But the the things itself are actually you can they're not that, that bad to look at. They're yeah. they're pretty cool to look at. I think, like, the simplicity of it is kind of, like, you know, like, I think that this, like, the more you try to, like, make something, like, this is going to be a scary thing, the harder it is. And if you just make something simple, like, you don't need to, like, it's just, like, this is just a, basically a black furry bob with these teeth. And that's simple, and that just can be enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Michael that's Myers. Like, no, 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 yeah, that's exactly. Saying. Like, I'm not saying Michael that they're Myers, bad. Like, like, I'm just saying, like, I was just, I was saying is, like, they're not as, as, like, 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 like they're not mm-hmm. as terrifying as aliens. Well, that's like, the only thing yeah. I'm saying. But, like, Jason... Like inherently, like nothing's scary about Jason or Michael. No, Myers. he's not. It's that blankness, not. and it's the same thing here. Yeah, they're, they're the same thing with them. It's the jump scares. It's the you're running away from them, and then you turn around and they're on the side of a tree, and you're like, "How the fuck did you get here? Oh, I'm scared." That's the same thing with these things. They're not themselves. They're not terrifying. It's just maybe their actions are what scares you. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the tone, the tone, like I said, isn't doesn't steer that hard into horror. It's just more like sci-fi action mm-hmm. kind of thing, but. I would definitely recommend it to people who, who like enjoyed, who enjoy Stranger Things and like mm-hmm. the Animus, uh it films, just because I feel like they kind of have similar tones, and it's pretty funny. Just like those two, like like the kids make it for all all three of these. The kids are like the funniest part, and you kind of like join them, and you're like, all right, we're gonna do this together. So it, it's I don't know. There's something about that that I really like to just. We're all thrust upon this. Fuck it, let's do it and make stupid references and whatever. Just have a good time. I don't know. There's something very real about that that I appreciate. Yeah, and it kind of makes me. Had any of you guys seen the kid who will be king? No, no I've heard of it. Yeah, I really wanted to see that, and then especially after seeing this, it's because it's um, Joel Cornish's follow-up. It's his second movie that he just made last year, and you know it's basically King Arthur but with kids and. Like, seeing, after yeah. watching how well he had, like, the kids interact, and they felt like real kids, and, you know, like, Alan, you're saying it's like that Stranger Things thing. I want to see, like, Stranger King Things, but King Arthur, and I feel like that's what, it's got, it stars, um, uh, basically, Andy Serkis's main, or his son is the main character, he's, like, Kid King Arthur, so I'd be really, really interested to see that. Son? Yeah, yeah. It's oh, like, yeah, so. and, and Patrick Stewart, too, is Merlin. Oh, well, there you go. Like, I really, yeah. like, after seeing this, I really got to see that movie now. It is a really good movie. Like, yeah, the, in that movie, I I do agree. I, I know. Um, being the only one I've seen it, the do the kids do make that movie. It is a very like unique way to bring King Arthur, story. You know that like into modern day, and um, yeah, I do definitely recommend that one. 
Um, it came out, yeah, like you said, last year. Um, it's just a. It also oh, wow. is kind of like a pretty low budget film, like nothing big. It's, it takes place in one small town. Um, yeah, this is another but, one of yeah, those that like this one didn't do well critic or didn't do well financially, but did really well critically. Because mm-hmm. it has like a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I mean, obviously that's just throwing it out there, but like. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there was a cult following for it back in 2011. Like, I remember a bunch of my friends at the time, we were always referencing it. We were always listening to KRS-One, you know, just blasting, whoa, whoa, the sound of the police and all that. (laughs) And, like, yeah, like, there was a, there was, I think if if it had a bigger release, I think it would have been a lot better. Like, theatrically, it would have done better. But, like I I said. I wouldn't be surprised if, like. They, like you know they have like a special like 10 year anniversary might possibly re-release kind of thing especially with the both of john boyega's fame and um and and, like the exposure well. of him yeah, and jody whitaker and and you know the exposure that he'll hopefully continue to get like you know with his feature roles um because that's what i what's when i pretty much heard this like a bit more was when you know, John Boyega was cast as Finn in the Star Wars movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I would definitely recommend it too, especially if you like, like I very much do, Nick, uh, like those kind of like um, uh, Edgar Wright, if you like Edgar Wright stuff, because this guy's kind of a friend of Edgar Wright, like he's co-written a couple of things mm-hmm. with them. And it does have that feel of like, you know, kind of like Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz. Or That's something, what I was thinking know? when I saw it. That's, I was yeah. like, this is Shaun of the Dead. And I go, it's yeah. a second. Yeah. <laughs> It's the same production company, you know, obviously yeah. Nick Frost is in it, so, like, he's friends with all those guys, too, so it does kind of have that same kind of, like, British kind of, like, mm-hmm. very, like, Edgar Wright-esque vibe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Wanted, if, yeah. if, if you like Shaun of the Dead, you're gonna probably like this movie. It's a little mm-hmm. bit less... I want to say maybe less on the jokes compared to Shaun of the Dead, because I feel like that was a lot more humorous. Oh, yeah. But I, I think this one tends to lean maybe a little bit more in that uh, kind of action-y adventure part of it, uh, it seems like. But they still have humor. I mean, like it still has humor, still has that stuff, but it just maybe feels like this one's a little bit more serious than Shaun of the Dead. But if you did like those movies, you're going to like this one. I mean, it's it's pretty much the same. Because, yeah, when I started watching it, I hadn't said anything, but I, I, I saw it and I was like, I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to go that route to be like, yeah, it's just like Shaun of the Dead. Because, you know, that's what, I mean, it is what it is, but. That's what I felt like when I saw it. I'm like, yeah, this is like Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz. My, I like those movies, but I'm just saying it's, it, it is it's kind of essentially the same thing. Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad yeah. thing for me. I, I love both those movies. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see a movie where basically like this, these group of kids are like taken in by a box, a boxing ring owner um, and kind of like slightly reformed, um, I would recommend <laughs> The Gentleman because... And and Franz, um, the guy who plays Dennis, is in that too. And basically, play, they play the same kind of like um, kids that are from that area. There, I, I, I don't know. I don't think it's called. I don't know. Um, I thought you were going to say a kid. Like, it's like yeah, South London, kind of. South London, yeah, yeah. South London. Um, yeah. No, he's yeah, yeah, like, it's very similar kids. characters. And, uh, and Colin, Colin uh, Farrell is uh, like their Colin trainer Farrell or whatever. Like, yeah, like, it's like these are good kids, but. These are good kids, but, all right. You gotta give them a chance. Yeah, one one part of the gentleman is this 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 group of of boys and um and they're essentially that. Yeah, it also really yeah, good. Um, like Ritchie make movie, a really good too. rap rap video. Yeah, it's a very very Guy Ritchie movie, The Gentleman. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I'm glad you guys uh, enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, I thought I thought it was a lot of fun when I first saw it, and then rewatching it, I showed it to my girl, and, and she coincidentally said the same thing. She's like, because I was trying to explain it to her, I was like, well, it's like, and she's like, it's Shaun of the Dead with aliens, and I was like, with Stranger Things kids, yes. And I was like, <laughs> then you got it. And she's like, oh, okay, I'm in. So yeah, I mean, if that if, if that sold it to her, then I think it might sell it to a lot of people. And yeah, yeah hopefully it gets a little more traction now that you know John Bega, Jodie Whittaker are huge now with their you know, with their success. So, yeah, maybe if they do a re-release, I mean, who knows what the current situation, but... I mean, they do really it, cool. how they do it for Back to the Future and all the other movies. Like, why wouldn't they do it for this one when it's its time? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, like I said, like a 10-year anniversary mm-hmm. kind of thing. I don't know when that is. I don't... It'll be like in a year. should be like next year. Yeah, yeah it should be like... When, and hopefully when we'll when, start to actually have movies yeah. again. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. It is so fucking weird. <laughs> I haven't gone to the movies since last year. It feels so strange. Yeah, uh, it's been normal for me. I have kids, so you don't always get to go yeah. to the movies. Last movie I saw was movie. Last movie I saw Onward, I think. Like early March. I didn't. I didn't get to see Onward. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, I saw, was the last. I saw it on Disney Plus. I think for yeah, me it was Sonic. Saw... Sonic. Yeah, I, I want to say Sonic was, was my like last. Yeah. Oh no! Wait. What what was it? uh no it was probably Rise of Skywalker, I think that was the last. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch Rise of Skywalker in the theaters. Mine was Sonic six months ago. No, no, not no, six months was, ago. I, February. I want yeah I want to say Sonic. Oh, then the it is Sonic month. then. Yeah, it is Sonic. Fuck yeah, man, shit. yeah. And yeah. It, it should win an Academy Award for being such a good Sonic movie. Well, I mean, it's not gonna have much competition. Jim Carrey is gonna win that Academy Award. I hope so. He deserves it. Best Dr. Robotnik ever. The Academy Award for Best Dr. Robotnik ever goes to Jim yeah. Carrey. Just like all, how all the previous voice actors for Dr. Robotnik are like, what? The <laughs> fuck, dude, are you serious? And we're like, yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, well, yeah. any last words? I mean, I think that's it. That's a good, uh, good uh, yeah. short little fun, interesting movie with uh, some deeper stuff in it. Mm-hmm. I made it through this whole podcast without saying bruv. bruv. Well, now we have it. God damn Best it. Best believe, bruv. Best believe. Believe, bruv. The man's not hot, Trust. man. You guys, you guys gotta understand. The man's not hot. Man's not hot, bruv. Not at all. Man. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Uh, yeah. I think know, you just... can find this movie at Island Records, right? Island. Yeah, what was that, bruv? Island. Island. You mean island? It's not. It's not. It's island. No, you mean Island. No, no, no. Now you're trying to tell me that it, 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 it it's just like, no, it's, it's Island Records, bro. Let's believe. But yeah, no. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for listening. Hopefully you guys can check it out. Um, yeah, this film, uh, it's on Prime, but I think you have to rent it. And then Derek, you said it was on... Pluto TV. Yeah, Pluto, Pluto TV. TV. Yeah, Pluto it's TV free. with ads. Yeah, yeah. which isn't bad. Ads. It's not bad, man. To watch it for free, why yeah. not? I think TV. we should. I you think can also try... watch. You can also watch the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Uh, yeah. The, the movie that we just did. We did. Is that one last going week, out before the, this last week? time? Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, it was the previous one episode. Yeah, the previous so. episode is also on there on Pluto. If you guys want to watch that one for free, you guys yeah. can go check that podcast out also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're gonna try and do a. I was gonna actually bring it up to you guys. I think we'll try and bring it out because I, I know we always talk about it. and We're always trying to be like, where is this movie? Where can I find it? And it's like. 
oh it's on this one so i'm like now i think we're gonna try and tell you guys as well the listeners like so if you do want to go out and watch it even if you've already seen it or not we're gonna try and be better about telling you so yeah pluto with ads for free if, if we can find if we can find where you guys can find it for free we'll probably let you know yeah, but, yeah, most time, can, but if not and most yeah. of the time it's like you know your typical places it. yeah buy it or rent it is most of the time what you're gonna have to do with those mm-hmm. yeah yeah guys thank you so much for listening again we're the undercast company thank you for listening to underrated and you can find all our you can find us over on instagram facebook twitter check us out we'd really appreciate it and yeah again i'm alan it's ariel hi thanks for being amazing it's fred what up later people and Derek. see you in another level of life all right thanks so much you guys take it easy My name is Ariel Ortiz, and have you ever had an experience in public where you've accidentally outed yourself as never having seen a movie that is considered a staple to pop culture or cinema? So have I! To remedy this and possibly unshame ourselves, my friends and I are going to discuss well-known movies where one or more of us have never watched on You've Never Seen, a new podcast from the Undercast Company. You'll hear what we have to say after our first viewings. First impressions and all, we'll discuss anything from cult classics to Oscar-winning movies. So whether you've seen a million times or are cinema virgins like us, come hear us nerds after we've finally seen it. Subscribe to You've Never Seen today wherever you listen to podcasts.